0: We have The Singleman Affair in the studio. What's up, guys? How's it
1: going, man? Thanks for having us here.
0: Uh, so, yeah, just introduce yourselves, and then
1: we will get right into your first song. Right on. I'm Dan Schneider from The Singleman Affair. I'm Gary Piskasek from The Singleman Affair. And uh, I think the first song you guys are going to listen to is Gray Hairs." And this is Radio 1 Chicago. Because it always is so These freckles tend to come and go
0: Singleman Affair, and you're listening to Radio 1 Chicago, and we have them in the studio with us. What's up, guys? Tell us about that song, and uh, more importantly, or more broadly, I guess, about that record. I got gray hairs.
2: (laughs) I do, too. I I, I have a couple of gray hairs, but I shave (laughs) them off as much as I can.
1: (laughs) I I think that's kind of the, the main focus of that tune is kind of the growing older, the... Accepting your life, kind of a uh, mantra of, um, a, you know, aging city dweller. <laughs> that's, kind of, yeah. that's kind of what the song's about. It's like, wait a second. I've been here. Wait, I've been living in this area for like, what, 20 years This now? is the fight
2: song for being 40 and reckless? Yeah. 40 <laughs>
1: yeah. and <laughs> reckless. Hey, there's, yeah. a, there's a title for an 40 time. and reckless. Just putting and that out there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's kind of a, a fight against that and kind of wind up. Hold on to what you have, and then kind of like more, maybe like transitioning or just trying to to look over a more pastoral existence too. So mm-hmm.
0: that's awesome. So this yeah. is uh, a song off of your new record too.
1: Yep. The end of the affair by the singleman affair.
0: Ah, nice. I see. I see what you did there. Very good.
2: Did Did you know that the end? I just found this out it's because obviously, like with you know doing pr and all that stuff mm. you'll constantly have to search for the name yeah the end of affair is a graham green novel that yeah. had a movie yep and i have never read it but ah, now nice. now i have to
1: <laughs> someone just told me recently i was like hanging out with them and they're like oh my god that's one of my favorite books i'm just, that's so cool that you named them. I'm like oh i didn't name it <laughs> after <that. I'm> like, <laughs> what <laughs> but i, I want to read it yeah, now, that's what you, like really bad yeah it sounds nice. like a really it's it's supposed to be dis. Gut-wrenching. Yeah. Sounds mm. great. So, so it's kind of fitting.
0: <laughs> there you go. So how did this all come together?
1: Uh, when was it released? Uh, it came out June 16th. Okay. Uh, joint release between Carboard Sangria, which me and Gary run, um, and another local label called Strange Weather Records run by Robbie Hamilton mm-hmm. um, kind of came together to help finance and then help promote um, the new record. And it was available. We created 300 uh, kind of uh, specialty vinyl Uh, with download codes as well as cassettes.
0: Okay, awesome. So doing the whole shebang. The whole shebang, yeah. Right on. You were telling me uh, before we got on air, it's kind of more like a full band feel than some of the past work.
1: Yeah, so uh, traditionally, like the first two single fair records, I had done a lot with uh, kind of like I would construct or write a tune at home, bring in a bunch of like kind of – early ideas, acoustic guitar parts, and then kind of be in a studio and build off of that while I would add musicians. Mm -hmm. Uh, This time we kind of came in with about 15, 20 songs that we all had been rehearsing, playing live as a band and tracked live. And it definitely was a completely different experience having that organic nature to recording where there are some, you can, you know, not everything's perfect. There's like, okay, this person misses a chord change, but the energy is so good that it, it it kind of translates in a different way that it, it, you kind of love it. Mm-hmm. And um, and
2: the live band is a lot louder and faster than other oh, other yeah. Singleman affair shows too, I think. There's yes, like current a, incarnation. There's there's a lot of leaning forward into into songs, yeah. which yeah,
0: I, that's I cool. really like. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, that makes it fun when you go to a show, too, like, a lot, get a lot of energy and things like that. Yeah, so. and it's,
1: it's cool because it's got kind of a balance. It's still kind of exploring the same dynamics as the first two records, kind of still has this kind of more mythical connection of looking at, you know, mm. this kind of existential version of life, depression, failed relationships, kind of all those things. Kind of cheery stuff. Real cheery yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there's a, there's a certain level of hope of, like, knowing that um, that's just who you are and mm. that's your life and that, you know you're still alive so you have that and it's kind of like a little bit life-affirming so i I like that duality and then added with this kind of a little bit of more of an energetic aggressive side to it it's been kind of really fun Mm -hmm. these have been some of the most fun shows i've ever played is the last half a year yeah definitely it's just everything and and i have to say that the musicians i play with make a big part of that they're unbelievably talented i'm like yeah that's that's a huge. It yeah, it makes yeah. things a lot easier. I'm like, I'm the weak link here. Like, you guys, <laughs> I don't know about just that. Just take it off, and yeah. take off, and I'll just sit back and you know write lyrics here and there or something. Well, but it's also yeah, it's cool.
2: fun to be in a band. Like Dan and I played together in a band way back when for a number of years, and then everybody went their own way and kind of explored new th- their their interests and, okay, and yeah. smaller projects and mm-hmm. stuff. Not smaller, but just different projects. And now a lot of the people are coming back together and kind of oh, tearing cool. some stuff up, and it's it's yeah. good.
0: Yeah, do you want to do some shout-outs to let us know like what the instrumentation is like, and also like, yeah. shout-outs to who else is uh, playing yeah, with definitely. you? Yeah,
1: definitely. Um, Singing on Fair right now in, in incarnation is Gary Piskastic on guitar, who's with me today. I'm, uh, and Pedal Steel. And Pedal Steel. Oh, nice. Um, I'm Dan Schneider. I play acoustic guitar, 12-string guitar, uh, sing lead vocals. Sam Wagster is the bass player. Uh, Adam Vita is drums and percussion, and then Gillian Lisset does backup vocals and percussion.
0: Cool. So, so it's uh, a nice full sound. Yep, nice full stage. Yeah. And you have a show coming up, you told me, yes, right? Yes, you
1: do. Uh, speaking of which, at the Experimental Sound Studio up in Ravenswood, uh, it is on August 15th. We're playing along with Riley Walker. Um, it's going to be a nice outdoor garden-y kind of uh, oh, wow. gig sponsored by Half Acre. Um They've been doing it now, I think, four or five years. And every time I've been there, it's been some really great music. Uh, Angel Olsen did it. Circuit de U. um, They seem to always kind of capture some of these starting artists that Mm kind of blow up afterwards. Maybe that... Hey. <laughs> <laughs> or one of the other Prophecy. bands as long as someone does it you know it, it keeps the tradition going that's
0: pretty neat so it's like
1: outside is it like uh-huh. kind of like
0: a like a block party like fest no it's type thing like or? literally
1: the b- it's the backyard of a studio that's like oh, got okay. tons of flowers it's like, like a walled garden to it's a walled garden. amazing yeah pictures, it's, yeah, it's, it's wow. be really <laughs> and like the sun hits through it's like a really cool experience so and, oh. and the
2: nice thing about it is is uh, as mentioned being like 40 and reckless like It's the kind of show where there's half acre beer, but there's also I can also bring my three and two year old, and they're going to be able to jam out while we're playing run around. Yeah, yes, kind of like blow bubbles.
0: You know, (laughs) perfect. And that's that's up in Ravenswood, August what (laughs) fifteenth, Saturday afternoon.
1: Of course, I think probably three o'clock till the early evening.
0: Great. Yeah, that sounds really fun. I, I mean, just from what we've heard now, I feel like that you guys will sound really exciting live with this yep. new setup. Um, so let's get into another song.
1: Yeah. The uh, next one is the first single. Okay. We thought we'd kind of hit that as one of our, one of our favorites to play live, as well as, I think, one of the more <coughs> compelling uh, lyrical tunes. So it's called In Response.
0: All right, you're listening to The Single Men Affair on Radio 1 Chicago.
1: My dream, you know, was my name
0: All right, that was In Response by The Singleman Affair, and Gary and Dan are joining me here in the studio on the lovely Loyola campus, downtown Chicago. Gorgeous. <laughs>
1: it's a gorgeous day today, actually. <laughs> kind of turned out pretty good. Yeah, I and agree. if you're
0: just now joining us, we've been talking about the new record. Uh, it's called The End of Affair. The uh, End of the, of the Affair. affair. Yeah. The End of the Affair by The Singleman Affair, yeah. if you can keep those yeah. straight. Uh, and you guys we were just talking you guys have been around for a while uh, as a band <laughs> okay like. rubbing in, rubbing <laughs> I was <gonna> in. Say. <laughs> no tell us of it, like how did it how did it all start
1: um, yeah go ahead yeah I was just I mean it's we were just talking before the break or before, while the song was playing that uh, it seems like I just started singleman affair a couple of years ago but we just found out it's been 10 years since we started 2005 I had a bunch of demos after kind of being in a couple different bands they were all just solely uh, songs and compositions I had written brought him to a engineer named Graham Gibson, who worked on a clava studio on the South side. Um, was the old Caliphone studio hmm. and we, uh, ended up, uh, kind of going through him and really digging what kind of sounds were coming out of it, added a little bit of extra instrumentation and released a record. Wonderfully hissy four track. Very, very <laughs> hissy recording sitting back, listening back. I, I still kind of I actually still have that four track and it's oh that's cool it's nice um, but then after that got picked up by an English label called pop tones which is Alan okay. McGee's label of creation records oh nice um, and he released the first record went on tour in Europe and UK um, and then came home and kind of started expanding as he is from just a solo uh, kind of artist into bringing on new musicians and eventually now having kind of been established as a band for the last couple of years which is hmm. evidenced by this record
0: yeah, that's that's pretty neat. It's a yeah. cool story.
1: Yeah, um, good story, Dan.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, we all got stories.
0: <laughs> how is it? Uh, we were talking a little bit about this as well. How is it um, not being like a full time musician? Like, how is it juggling the other responsibilities? It's awful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. No, <laughs> no. I actually I
2: I shouldn't say that because tomorrow's I, my last day at my job, and I'm actually oh. going to be like at home. With my kids, but also just yeah. focusing on, on music when time allows. Yeah, but cool. the, it's pretty hard because you mm-hmm. don't really want to be doing what you're doing. Yeah. And you have to really find time to do the record layouts and the recordings
1: and the overdubs mm-hmm. and the promotion. And There's only so much time for you have to find some time to sleep. And that's yeah, where it gets yeah. But I, I I'd say it's an a def- hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you don't want to be mad at yourself yeah. for sleeping, but at yeah. the same time, <laughs> I used to have a friend. I used to have a friend of mine that we'd stay up all night and we'd be partying. And I'd be like, dude, I can't do it today. His name was Emmett. I'd be like, man, I got to go to work tomorrow. I can't do it. He's like, dude, all you need, man, is forty-five minutes tops. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I need more than forty-five I, minutes I tops. Don't. That that ain't gonna do it. <laughs> Um, and definitely now it's not going to do it. But to get back to the uh, dual lifestyle, I as devil's advocate, I do, though, like having a balance. Mm-hmm. Because if you just hang out with band guys, if you just hang out with musicians, if yeah. you're only hanging out in studios, mm-hmm. you're only into you definitely lose a sense of perspective of like what is all this right or, yeah. or why write a song why write a song yeah. or like you go through writer's block you just mm-hmm. everything sounds like you've always are second guessing yourself because you feel oh. like oh, i'm not the cutting edge i'm not the new act mm. that's out or and you're I,
2: shooting for something too specific because you've been talking too much about what's what's yeah, working yeah. yeah and so
1: that Who's is really good? helpful to kind of be taken away from that On the other end of it when i'm just At my end, which is more often than the latter, but like your width's end with work, you come home and you write music and it's like Mm. a great release. You go practice, you go play three or four shows and you're just like, it is not in my mind for a second. So it's able to kind of escape from that life, which is really nice. Um, would it be better to do that all the time? Maybe, probably. But. <laughs> I could find things to complain about. <laughs> yeah. No, but
0: I mean, I think that's cool. I think that's like inspiring for like a lot of people out there. Like, well, that's kind of a so modern many... day musician. I mean, yeah, I know right.
1: hundreds of musicians in Chicago, and I can mm-hmm. tell you three or four of them or maybe five are full timers. Yeah, yeah. And they're all jazz musicians. Well, so I would, they have <laughs> gigs every anyway. night. Yeah. Yeah. I, and you, yeah.
2: I mean, that's that's the thing is. We've seen what we make at clubs in Chicago go way down over the last ten. Yeah, 15 I don't know years. what's going oh, on. With interesting. That. That's and, been crazy. Yeah, hmm.
1: and it's so from making a thousand dollars in a night at the bottle to like, yeah, here's fifty bucks. Wow, That's, interesting. It, it and is, I don't want to call it empty bottle a lot because this is all the clubs. <laughs> so. I love yeah. the bottle. It's a <laughs> yeah. great venue to play at. But it's just its, it's, it's kind of... It's like an ex- overarching like theme
0: that you've noticed. It's just a,
1: Every think. single venue just seems like the amount that a musician is worth huh. has been less. Yeah, especially local, too. Especially especially local. Right. Yeah, like, yeah, it was always like, hey, bro, we got to pay the v- touring band, so sorry, but mm. here's a couple PBRs. And you're like, dude, I've been doing this for 20 years. Yeah, yeah.
0: that's... I mean... We are a little biased here already in Chicago as far as local bands go. But I feel like that's, like, you should, like, encourage the local right. bands even more, maybe. Right. Like, they're, like, in your backyard. Those are, like, your neighbors. Yeah. yeah. Those are the people that are going to be coming to the shows. Well, and, they and you're seeing a huge – I mean, I
1: think it's always been there. But it definitely way more now than ever before is all of these DYI spaces yeah. that are in Humboldt Park, that mm-hmm. are in Pilsen, all these places – and that's where some of the some bands I know they only play those places. Mm-hmm. They actually get respected, and they get the money. They get a, a nice amount of money. There's not less regulations. Yeah, no, like, less rules. Think. Right. Um, so I know a lot of people that just flat out are avoiding playing any of the, like the venues that are established because it's just like, what's the point? Mm-hmm. Do all this work, make posters, and then you know we have a good great, great turnout, and then you get a hundred bucks.
0: Yeah, that's so crazy. Yeah. I mean, I think the the value of, of musicians in general, it seems to have gone down over time with like, yeah. you know, you got the streaming and things like that. It's like all great stuff, right. but it's just like... It which is seem super to be ironic that because
1: that's the argument for streaming. It's like, but we're going to get more people yeah. to come to your shows, which is true, but you're not getting paid more for the shows. Yeah, <laughs> the shows are going <laughs> So down, it's too. like if you had like, oh, yeah, I don't huh. mind if you stream my albums. I mean, I don't. I'm actually an open advocate I, for streaming. Yeah, But like if you, if I didn't have my other job, I probably would be much a different approach to it. Like Mm -hmm. every single one of the times you click on that, that means something. And if they're going to say, well, you're going to get more people to come out, then I'd be better getting paid better at that venue Mm -hmm. to make up for it. I mean, it's,
2: it seems like a total necessity to be a Chicago musician to have another job, but it also Mm -hmm. means that, so we run the label cardboard sangria and the, the costs of being a label, are time and the, the production costs and, Though it's not a crazy amount, we don't do big runs of records or anything. Mm. But we, you know, it, it helps to have a job to be able to put out, you know, a couple hundred copies of vinyl yeah. and st- a, a good sounding studio record.
1: Yeah. Like uh, yeah. if if I didn't have a day job, I wouldn't be able to do that. Oh right. Yeah, yeah totally. everything. I mean, then there's the other balance, I probably would just have things on a bandcamp page or something. Mm-hmm. You would be able to release anything else besides that. Right
2: which kind of feels like it doesn't exist. So a lot of exist. bands do, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I, I feel like if I can't look at my record collection on my wall underneath my turntable and mm-hmm. see our records next to my favorite records, then it, it feels like it never happened.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. And that's, that might be a totally yeah, old-school kind of cool mentality,
2: but it's like I that's how I listen to music. Oh, I like to yeah. sit on the floor and look at the art, and if I... If it was just like, oh yeah, I got to search through my email for that link of that stuff yeah. that right, I did. Yeah.
1: It wouldn't feel like it was it I have, needed to exist. Yeah, you know? I have friends. I'm always like, dude, when are you going to make your record? I mean, your music is amazing. Oh, he made three records already. I'm like, I haven't seen it. They're all on Bandcamp. I'm like, I've never seen I mean, like, so in my mind, I, mm-hmm. I don't, in my mind is registered. They've never made a record yet, but they They have. Yeah, yeah. It's just not physical. Recordings. And it's like, not, it, like, I think we are a, uh, uh, you know, generation slash society that it's like, you know, here today, gone tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Sure. And so it's like, bandcamp. oh yeah, that was awesome. And then like, wait, what bandcamp? camp? Yeah. That was, I told you yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh yeah, that's not, I loved it yesterday, but now I'm listening. Yeah. It's like, it's yeah, like that... gone, but if you have something sitting on your dresser or on your couch, you or, commit to you're just it. like, oh, I think I've listened to that again because it's sitting there and it reminds right. me. Right. Yeah, there's, like,
0: CDs I have in my car that are, like, good CDs, but not, like, if it was just online, like, I probably wouldn't go back to that band so many times. Totally, But it's in, like, the car radio. I'm, like, yep, playing that all the time. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) you
2: you develop a relationship. Yeah, yeah,
0: and, like, same thing with the records and things. That's very interesting.
1: There's so much noise, like, online, too. It's hard to, like, To filter through. And, And like, weed out what you want to listen to or not listen to, and it's just bombardment, bombardment. And it's, like, and it's why we've gotten to a level of, you know, to kind of continue not to like continue this conversation too far, but why we've gotten away from full albums to singles. People just listen to singles pretty much. Right, yeah. Whereas if you have a CD in your car, you're going to probably just let it run all the way through and then it's Mm going to get to the end and it'll start over again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of was a different experience because you were immersed in that album. Right. Though I do love singles. Yeah, I, I think oh, yeah. there's nothing, nothing cooler
2: than seven inches <laughs> on colored vinyl oh. that are just like one-offs.
1: But yeah, you know. I don't know, man. I I totally disagree. <laughs> I like Not singles too. Oh, I like to. I like the ease of it. Like if you want to DJ, you just have a seven-inch, you throw it down, yeah. and you put it down. But I do love like knowing what journey you're going on, like mm. from the beginning to the end. Like, okay, this is where you took me, and then like I really didn't expect this hardcore band to play this weird Spanish guitar ballad at the end that (laughs) they threw on because one guy like took Spanish guitar lessons at one point, (laughs) but it's really awesome. (laughs) I know know those records. (laughs) I have a few of those. (laughs) And it's just like, wow, that's so great that they did that. But if I would have just heard a sing, I'm like, I never thought that they would have that in them. And that having that whole experience would prompt me to actually be like, I want to go see him now. Mm. There's a lot more like
0: depth like, Exa- you yeah. can like, like a, one song, I, I like singles like online, especially because it's like, just like for quick taste. It's easy. Like yeah. Band. When you're at work. You're- yeah. Or like, um, if, if you don't have like a, a lot of money to like record a big thing, you put out a single and that like gets you getting shows and things like yeah, that. You're but in the game. It's definitely like you can, you learn way more about the band's sound by listening to the full album. Like yeah. you can only pack so much into what a three minute
1: song. Yeah. Yeah. Or you find out, like, oh, you made three more singles. They all sound like that first single. <laughs> you didn't yeah. have the litmus test of an album to say, like, oh, you really sound the same on every single one of them. Mm-hmm. S- tell me a little bit about
0: um, the record label, Cardboard Sangria, which, by the way, cool name. Thanks. I'm a fan of that. Uh, we, how'd uh, that come together?
2: So Dan and I played in a band called Pedal Steel Transmission, and we were, I think we were planning on being on a bigger label So we were we were self releasing records, but we were you know it was it was Mm -hmm. basically as a means to get to another label. But we were recording other stuff on the side, and we spent some time in Europe, just like traveling around, and like we were you know stranded on this beach in Spain, and they were like went in to get everybody's like you got to get the sangria, you got to get the sangria, it's so amazing sangria in Spain. So we're like fine, we'll go get (laughs) sangria. We go into this cruddy. shop exactly. to get oh yeah that's right we <laughs> talked about that. Um to get sangria and the guy like went up on a, a ladder and pulled down a little he like juice box filled what? with sangria, but it was the worst sangria <laughs> in the world. We sat on the beach and drank it and it was sunstroke, sunstroke awful <laughs> headache. So when we got home we started recording like ideas that we were playing while we were there and they were like subdued, acoustic, ethereal things and it had to be something separate from what we were doing in pedal steel transmission so we just decided to we, we recorded everything on a four track and decided to put it out once we listened to it because oh, it, cool. it was something that was other it yeah. and it had to have its own home and I don't know it it's been a real struggle but it's it's been 15 years and yeah. wow, that's great. It's, it's still going. We're on yeah, our are f- we're, we're, Dan's record is our 24th record and we've got two more coming out this year. So it's like, we're, we're continuing. And you definitely mention, yeah. The, the, the oh yeah. We, uh, our old yeah. drummer, Don Ogilvie is putting out a record with us. It's an EP called stick season. Okay. And then we also have mean sea level, uh, Brett Barton, who is like, m- I yeah, used to play nice. bass and sing them in a fair too. Yeah. You used to, and he used to play in pedal steel transmission too. He recorded some of our records. So, it's a family affair, but yeah. everybody's going off and doing these amazing things on their own, and we all play on each other's records. And right. it's very, it's very small and insular, but yeah. it's a happy family.
0: Well, that's nice too. Like even for fans, like to have like a place they can go look up and like it's like similar music and like di- same similar people like uh, releasing different things. And yeah, it's, it's kind it's of like si- a tastemaker kind it, of thing.
2: Yeah, it's similar people but widely different yeah. music.
1: Right? Yeah that's okay. awesome anything
2: what? from post-punk to freak folk to, to like to weird electronic yeah oh, danceable nice. yola tango type stuff I, yeah. it's hard to it's hard to rein us in I think <laughs> hey, that, that's, I mean, that's, that's cool it's our own label we can do whatever we <laughs> yeah. want so who cares it doesn't
1: have to be a certain sign yeah, or we're not, scene not. Uh-huh. Like, everyone's got to have black nail polish although all of us really do because so. <laughs> that was a horrible example <laughs>
0: Um, do you have, like, all local groups that, like, people you know on there, or, or is it uh, bands from other areas as well? It's all local. It's all local,
1: yeah. Yeah. Um, nice. We explored the idea of adding other people, but it would all depend on us making a large profit, which we have not done yet. We <laughs> will, though. Yeah, that's the <laughs> trick. <laughs> Maybe we'll someday. Yeah. It's coming. <laughs> it's coming.
0: <laughs> I mean, you guys have been going for a while. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yep. Just, can't get rid of us. Great. Wouldn't want to. <laughs> um, any shout outs to any other bands on your label? Uh, stick Season, Mean Sea Level. Singleman cool. affair. Singleman affair. Go. Where yeah. can people find uh, more information about that?
2: Uh, everything is on cardboardsangria.com. Great. Yep. Awesome,
0: carburntsangria.com. Well, it's been great talking to you guys. Thanks. Yeah, thanks us. for having for us. Coming in. Was cool. Yeah, and your show is August, August fifteenth
1: at Experimental Sound Studio, up in Ravenswood.
0: Great. And for Singleman Affair, uh, where can people
1: check out the album? the dot com or carburnsangria is okay. available, and you can buy it either via vinyl, digital download, or cassette. Nice. Yeah, that's, plenty it's plenty of all, options. It's all over Chicago and yeah. some other
0: some and other it's cities. Streaming well. on Spotify, Great. iTunes. Yeah, the whole shebang. It's yep. everywhere. Get it. Awesome. Well, thanks again. We're gonna go out with one more song. This one is called "I Know a Witch." Yeah. Uh, any final words about that song or about anything in general? I knew a
1: witch. Really? That's <laughs> yeah. gonna be interesting. Um, it was awesome. Yeah, they're they're out there. Yeah. So listen. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Once again, you're listening to Radio in
0: Chicago.